labelling the good things around Australia. Our experts analyse the weekend's major meetings. Get set on Radio Tab. Peter Ellis joins us now. How are you, Pete? I'm pretty good, Steve, and you? You got your own special intro. There you go. So how's life in Queensland? Good? Not too bad. Looking forward to Magic Minions upcoming. Got a decent meeting in Brisbane, Pete. A couple of nice youngsters going around the Bruce McLaughlin. Yeah, I've been looking at the videos the last few weeks and they're, uh, I think it's going to be an extremely strong carnival and you're going to have an influx of Sydney horses hitting up there. So it's... Uh, and particularly on the new track there, it looks, uh, looks, looks like it's going to be a fantastic... Uh, few days. Yeah, back on the grass a week before, a big tab, what they're calling the tab wave day, and then in the Magic Millions will be the third uh, meeting back on the new track. How do we, how's this track going to play at Mini Valley, Peter? Well, that's that's the query. I'm hoping you can sort of, you can make ground. Uh, you, you would have noticed the last few meetings, yeah, they're, although they've been at night, and the last two, the rail's been out five, and just been dynam- dynamite defence if you just couldn't come round them and win, but generally when the rail goes back to the true at a day meeting, you can sort of win from off the fence. So I'm, I'm hoping that's the case. If it's not, we're in trouble. So uh, anyway, there's plenty of value there. It's a really tough program. And uh, I found three or four horses there, all sort of each way odds and better. So. All right. Well, 48.6 mils of irrigation they put on. We've got a good four at Mooney Valley. Where do we start? Um, I thought my best was Call the Union in race uh, in race four. She lightly raced me. I only had the two preps. And this time in second up at Sandown, she has a 25 to one chance. And... Just dashed right away, one like an odds-on favourite. They went to Caulfield, that was in the Thursday twilight meeting last week. Uh, run third at Dublin Journal, just should have won easily. It uh, just sat behind him in the traffic jam, sort of come off the fence. And when, uh, uh, when Zach Spain came off the fence, Dublin Journal got up on his inside, which was uh, took him to victory. But I'm happy to go with, uh, with her, race uh, four, number ten. Trevor Rogers, the trainer, Pete, he was in Queensland many years ago. Uh, 410, call the union. So it's $5. The next one you like is Twin Perfection, race five. Yeah, it's uh, no luck in two runs this prep. It's got back, which are normally a box each, which I think it will tomorrow. There's a lot of speed in the race. But first up behind Frill, just got out the back and worked home nicely. Then last out of Cranbourne. Again, got further back, run into a dead end in the straight, which should, certainly should have finished in the money in a better race. And his leaders are drawn one, two, three, so I expect uh, him to sit behind him around about fifth. So that was my second best for the day, race five, number one. Twin perfection. Now, this one in the third that you're going to mention, Cradle of Life, number 14, is $7, drawn a bit widely, but second up. Yeah, it's a horse you would know. It's, uh, it's prior to its first up run at Sandown and its runs were in Queensland, although it's its uh, only victory was left-handed. That was Cranbourne in its, uh, in its first preparation. I really liked it run at Sand, and I know it run eight, but it sat out the back work home really nicely, and this looks a nice race. It can just sort of sit midfield and build into the race. So uh, race three, number 14, was my third one. All right, so three fourteen. Was there another and horse you I wanted to mention? The value was uh, Hydro Star. I think it's $23 at the minute. There's a, uh, it's racing really well, but the tracks have certainly been burning it at... Um, at uh, Mooney Valley, it's last to run over the 9.55, got a long way back, hit the line strong, got to be less than a length. Then last on, on that real dynamite leaders track, uh, it was third to Moon and back. So there's a stack of speed in this race, and I expect him to sort of get out the back, hook to the outside and flash home. And if you can, he'll, uh, he's about a probably genuine 7-1 chance of getting... You're getting almost at the place. Yeah, so, you are. Uh, $6 the place, 26 to win. Race 2 for Hydro Star. Yeah, that's the key. So if they can run on, which I'm hoping they will, uh, he'll be right in the money race to number four. So uh, uh, they're the four for the day. Thanks, Peter.
Thanks, Stephen. Peter Ellis. They're all each way odds. Spoonie Valley selections. Race four, number 10, Call the Union. Race five, one, Twin Perfection. Race three, 14, he mentioned their Cradle of Life. And race two, four, Hydro Star at Big Odds, $26. So Call the Union's $5, 410, 51 Twin Perfection is six. And 314, Cradle of Life is at $7. That is Mooney Valley. Michael Maxworthy from the Sky Racing Network is with us now. How are you, Michael? Um, good, thank you, Steve. Just enjoying a big drop in the temperature uh, compared to the last couple of days. No humidity today. It's beautiful outside. A little bit overcast. Uh, we might get some showers, but the track at Eagle Farm should be spot on tomorrow. We've had a lot of racing there recently, Steve, since the uh, uh, refurb. I think it was on Melbourne Cup Day. So we're back there at headquarters tomorrow for a bumper 10 race car. And a bit of conversation too as to how it played, Michael, in a recent meeting? Yeah, when was it? A um, couple of Saturdays oh, ago? Yeah, last Saturday week. Uh, they were getting off the rails. but um, And I think it was the general consensus of opinion that particular day. But other days, I think uh, there's just a little bit of guesswork going on. But the point of Eagle Farm is it's it's such a wide track um there's plenty of width so they can afford to use the you know plenty of the track in the home straight and we're seeing the stewards report with less horses being held up in the home straight which is a good thing i don't have a problem with it at all um i think it's been pretty much terrific uh, since we've returned and pretty sure it's going to be the case again tomorrow at the four meters uh, where it's positioned. Michael, I talked about this horse High Bar in the fourth. You're going to come up with Bossed Up as one of your specials in the same race. Uh, we'll talk about it in a moment. But just with High Bar, what do we make of that trial? Did you see the trial where they eased the horse down? Yeah, I, I don't know. The, it was over the 870, and the horse seemed to be travelling strongly, and then Nozzy just completely stopped him down, and he was just went across the line going about three-quarter pace. So I don't know what I don't know what happened, but we probably need to find out because he's got ability, this horse. He's a three-year-old by speed. And as you pointed out a little earlier, not much form to come out of that first win. I don't think the second or third horses have won. When he won that maiden, he appeared to dominate that maiden back in July. And then, gee, one more stride, and Aristella beats him at the sunny coast as the $1.40 favourite. But they turned him out after that, and we've only seen that recent public trial, which is totally inconclusive. So... Are you on to it? Are you uh, going to call Josh? Yeah, I'll or, send or Josh a message now, Mike. Hopefully we'll have some yeah. news in a moment. But I've just got a feeling you might get better if you like the horse anyway. But you'd like yeah. Bossed Up $3? I do. Um, I like him a lot. His first preparation, he'd only had the three starts, Gatton, Sunshine Coast, Sunshine Coast, and he went well. But he's had a good break, and I think since returning, he's even better now. I think he's taken that necessary step to go to Saturdays because he was terrific first up. I was at that Sunday meeting at the sunny coast, and I loved the way he dashed quickly in the home straight over the 1,000 for Jimmy Orman. He beat a horse called Bold Comic, who had two kilos more and was very good. And Bold Comic sort of confirmed that that bossed-up performance was good by running well last Saturday in the gold edition. He was really eye-catching there, Bold Comic. So I think with a lot of pressure around him, a lot of on-pace pressure... Orman should be able to tuck him in somewhere in the first half dozen. He's got plenty of speed himself, but I think he'll let the speed go. I think he'll be too strong in the run to the line. That's 4-6 bossed up. Then we go over to Zarastro, race 8, number 6.
Yeah, bossed up Steve's around about three dollars. The Rastro's at two dollars ninety. I did find it difficult to find something at a bit of value, so I think it could be a good day for favourite punters and really happy to go with Zarastro. I know we're looking at a bit of a different form line here. He's this is his toughest test to date in this Falvalon, and we've got Spacewalk here with solid form. Um, in particular through uh, the Melbourne Spring. But this horse is absolutely flying. He's airborne. Um, I jumped off him last start thinking that he wouldn't run the trip like a lot of people. And he actually made you look foolish because he did it on his ear. Now, he sort of freshened up a little bit. There looks to be a bit of pace around him, but I think he can sit off them if necessary. But I just think he holds the advantage, Steve, in particular over Spacewalk. And that advantage being... He's trained right here at Eagle Farm. He's unbeaten in three starts. And he's got three kilos less than Spacewalk, who's had a, a fairly lengthy spring campaign. And they've obviously got him here, Godolphin, to try and qualify him for the Magic Million Snippets because they've had a bit of luck in this race in previous years with the likes of Rohirrim and Isaurian getting that, uh, that wild card entry into the Magic Millions. I think he's hard to beat Spacewalk, but I can't go past a horse that's just absolutely airborne in Zarastro. 290. I mentioned Spacewalk's price is $3.80 and race nine, you like one of Tony, another one of Tony's here. Yeah, I think of all of the, you know, the favourites tomorrow, this is the one that I really like. Uh, the Zeke, it's a class three plate and uh, I, I mentioned um, on the playbook to Bernie last night, just remember you know, the boom on Golden Boom it might have been about a year ago and they were returning from spells and she actually beat him at a barrier trial and it appeared that she beat him you know, um, on her merits, and then she came out and she was good. Well, her two recent wins are doomed, but I know it's been sort of midweek prize money, but they've been with plenty of authority, and she finds this Class 3 plate. She goes forward, she leads or sits in the first three, and I think she'll go on and win. That's race nine, Eagle Farm number 10. Physique, she's about two ten at the moment. Yeah, $2.10, and, of course, Golden Boom winning a trial earlier this week, defeating TikTok Queen. Now, your three specials are four, six, bossed up, eight, six, Arastro, but that's the one I've put the asterisk next to. Physique, yeah. nine, ten, two dollars ten. That's it. Thank you, Mike. Okay, thank you, Steve. Bye Michael Maxworthy. As I said, there's a horse from that trial session earlier this week. There's obviously a heap, probably a heap of winners that come out of it, some really nice horses. But that one of Liam Birchley's, keep your eye out for it. It's going to run in a few Sundays. Two-year-old called Dream Smart, the one that was scratch Flemington Week, Oaks Day, at the barriers. Ray Hickson, good morning, Ray. Morning, Steve. How are you? Just speaking of trials, just watched a, a filly by uh, called Two Darn Lizzie win a trial at Warwick Farm owned by Andrew Lloyd Webber. I was watching the trials uh, there as well. I like that uh, that relation to, you know, it's Tassort and Elise and... Yeah, uh, Caravan mm, to Rise. Went good. Yeah, it looked, it looked nice. Anyway. How did the sunlight go? Because I didn't catch the whole trial. I think it's the last little bit. Yeah, he led up. Looked like it was under a little bit of duress early in the straight. I think, and held on to run third. Might need a little bit of time. Um, that was only its first trial as well. So we'll probably assess him more next time we see him. Okay. Certainly wasn't as you know, up and about and brilliant as the stablemate Two Darn Lizzie that I just mentioned. She ran about half a second faster than the two-year-old Colts and Geldings in her trial. So she's a Magic Millions filly. I don't think she's actually... I don't think she'll be, make it there in time for the actual Magic Millions race, but 
Must makes me wonder whether she might sneak into that debut race or something like that. Okay, yeah, Adrian, we come. Well, I, off... I don't know what the plan is, but you know, if you're talking to Adrian, he might be. Yeah, wondering. I did have him on yesterday. I just trying to. I ran a heap of names by him, but this is a big team heading to the coast anyway. But yeah, Dawn service, by the way, is that justifies sunlight might be to just take a bit more time. The Colt Chestnut. So your first special here, round week two one. I'm a dirty rascal, Lloyd Williams colours three thirty. Yeah, look, he's got 62 and a half, Steve, which is, I guess, a small concern. But by God, he stands head and shoulders above this field uh, on quality. And and what we've seen is two runs back from a from a quite a lengthy spell since the Melbourne Cup Carnival last year um, have been excellent. He, he was way out of his ground in the Christmas Cup last start from a wide gate, and just was right back last. He ran on well to be beaten a length there by Stockman. He drops to a benchmark 78. Okay, he goes up nine and a half kilos, but he's drawn barrier two. And speaking to Tim Clark, I'd imagine he'll be a lot, lot closer in the run uh, than he was last start. And I think this is his best opportunity to win a race for some time. Steve, he's uh, he's really well placed in this race if he can just get that nice, easy run for the first half with that weight. That is two one. I'm a dirty rascal at three dollars thirty. We skip over to the next race. What do you like here? Race three. Cab Highway, uh, probably my best on the day here, on a tough day for best. Number four, Sharp Shock. Uh, it's got its hook right on the till to win a highway. It was beaten in the closest of photo finishes at Newcastle on Hunter Day in a highway over a mile and then dropped to 1,400 at Ramwick two weeks ago. Just got a little bit too far out of its ground and was pulling a heap of ground off the winner to be beaten half a length there. So getting back to the mile draws nicely. I'd imagine uh, Rhys Jones will park this horse about midfield and uh, another horse that looks really well placed, um, you know, with proven highway form in a, in a race where the, a lot of them don't really have that that proven form at this um, at this level. So I think this is his opportunity race three number four. Rod Northam three thirty sharp shock three four with your blessing is five dollars race seven. Yeah, I think we can forgive with your blessing for his unplaced run in the Razor Sharp. He started favourite in that race, which was uh, interesting on the back of that. Really easy win at Kembla Grange on a heavy track. Now, maybe the heavy back to a you know a reasonably firm track just got him. Plus, he was you know he wasn't really allowed to flow in the race. He was third defence and you know couldn't really pick up uh, as he did when he was allowed to sort of run along and lead the start before. Wouldn't shock me at all if they make a beeline for the front here or at least sit outside the leader um, while he's back 100 metres. He's hard fit and that just sort of sting out of the track. Uh, will be in his favour. Look, we're a soft six at the moment. I, I dare say we'll probably be a soft five tomorrow. But, like, it'll be a much more forgiving track than, than a lot of these horses have uh, struck in the last couple of weeks. I will chat to you in the morning, get your quadrilla thoughts, and I'm about to repeat those specials. Thanks, Ray. Thanks, Steve. Ray Hickson, Racing New South Wales. Randwick, race two, one, I'm a dirty rascal, 3.30. Race three, number four, sharp shock, 3.30. And seven, five, with your blessing at $5. So race two, one. Race three, four, race seven, number five.
Michael and I were talking about high bar. Josh King's been good enough to send us a message back when this horse was throttled down in a recent trial. We weren't sure exactly what was happening there, but Josh pointed out this in a text. He said, Steve, I nominated him for a 6.50 trial. They were transferred to the course proper over the longer distance of 8.70, and I didn't want him to have a hard hit out, so I told Nozzy just to throttle him down late. So there was no issue there. That was a plan, given they, they increased the trials when they went to the course proper, the distance of same. And he said, I didn't want him having a hard hit out at that stage of his preparation. He did have a jump out and one under a hold over 6.50 earlier this week, if you like that particular runner who does look like he's got ability. Race four, number three, high bar, currently second favourite. Ben Scadden, how are you, Ben? G'day, Steve. Yeah, really well, thanks. Enjoying the sun down here in Adelaide. It's a beautiful day. Excellent to hear. Murray Bridge, uh, the fourth. Uh, you'd like this one in, was it Gordon Richards, uh, the trainer of, in fact, no, it's not. Where are we? Um, yeah, so Ben, Will and J.D. Hayes. Yeah, I just noticed it's out. Stressful. It's just come out. That's why I couldn't find it. Oh, there you go. So Sandy Prince is a scratching. That's going to be a challenge for me. Okay, I'll, um, I'll, um, I'll work on the uh, on the move at the moment. So let's... Um, Let's go to our and next in race five. Still, we'll stick with her, and I'll find another one. I've got a few in here. So, uh, race five, horse number four, Huntley Lady. Um, she's come back in, in really good shape, this mare. She's a good winner, first up at Murray Bridge. Came from a long way back and ran home really strongly. She's a big drifter that day, but still did a really good job. And then the Fort Pine Vintage Star um, on the Parks track back on December 2, so three weeks ago. Thought was really strong that day. She did an excellent job again. She was back. It was tough to make ground. And she she hit the line really strongly. Kayla Crouth is riding in, in very good form. Um, yeah, and I think this man's just come back better than she was the previous prep. So um, yeah, I think maybe last last season we thought maybe this was a little bit beyond her this race because there's a bit of depth to it. But I think she's just come back in terrific form, drawn beautifully. Um, there are a couple out, so she won't have to run past too many. She's a horse who does get back, but um, yeah, I think Murraybridge certainly suits her, and she's in. She's yeah, she's I think the best she's ever been. Huntley Lady, ten dollars and two dollars eighty. Murraybridge race five, yeah. and before you mentioned Kayla Crowther, then we go over to race seven. You like the top one here, which is validated. It's four twenty at the moment. Yeah, he's another horse. He loves this track. He's three from three at Murraybridge, so he likes the wide open expanses there and. He's beaten some good horses at Murraybridge along his way, and he was terrific in that G-Tri final um, a month ago when he beat Bellinger and Ocean Reward. He finished off so strongly that day. Um, this is a, a very, very deep race. Um, there's a fair bit of quality in it, over 1,000 metres. So, um, and the 1,000, I think he's, you know, he's certainly capable of 1,200 as well, validated, but I think he can sprint well. Dom has got a great relationship with him. He's just racing so well. Um, Stable's going well as well. Peter and Blind Blanche, he's got a great record, 12 for six wins, three placings, as I said, unbeaten at Murray Bridge. Um, yeah, I just think this, um, he ticks a lot of boxes. And I think it's good value because because he's back to the 1,000 metres, you're going to get a, get a bigger price than you would normally expect. Yep, 4.27.1 validated uh, with the scratching of Sandy Prince in race four, number one. Is there something else there that you're going to consider? Uh, let's, have, let's have a look. I think um, yeah, later on in the day, uh, we'll go down to, um, to race nine. And we're going to have a throw at the stumps here with horse number 16, Benet Magic, uh, for, for Andrew Clarkin. $7. Uh, yeah. Yep, so she's a, she's a three-year-old filly. She won her only run at Murray Bridge on a heavy track. Um, 
so there's like a little bit of speaking for it at a reasonable price, but Andrew does a terrific job with his horses. He kind of, Carla Crouth on board as well. Um, yeah, I think she's she's worth a crack at each way odds because I think she's probably got a fair bit of upside. She's beautifully bred. She's a more than ready out of a flying spearmare, flying spearmare in Cantair. Um, yeah, I expect her to run, run a really bold race tomorrow. If there's, if there's any money for her, as soon as you see, see her, her come in even half a point, jump on. $7 at the moment. We'll do that and watch the betting. Thanks, Ben. Good on you. Thanks, Steve. And of course, a lot of those Benet horses could gallop uh, to kind of multi-Benet. There's a long list of them. They're certainly same colours that certainly could, uh, as I said, for the uh, Clark and Stable, that could really run. But Ben Scadden, 5-4 Huntley Lady, $10. 7-1 Validated is at four twenty nine sixteen. Benet Magic, $7 with Kayla for Andrew Clarkin. Racing at Devonport this afternoon, and Colin McNiff is going to join us with two specials. How are you, Colin? Yeah, very well, thanks, Steve. Sounds like you're in transit. You're going right down the middle of the state, yeah. are you, at the moment? <laughs> exactly, yeah, just near Ross at the moment, which is pretty much dead smack in the middle of Tasmania, but just in some road work, so I can just pull over now. Yes, I like Ross. There's a little, there's a statue or something there, isn't there? That's where we pulled the bus yeah. over there. Yeah, it's a lovely little, little township, uh, great historic buildings, and... Uh, a really nice bakery that uh, I'm sure you would have visited. We did. The whole bus visited it. I think they ran out of food. <laughs> uh, 40 people just lobbed all of a sudden. Um, yeah. yeah, race four is the one. Done, Cannon the two, and it's $6. Yeah, look, a really nice run first up in Launceston when it finished second. It's trained on the track by Leanne Gaffney. He goes particularly well on the synthetic surface. Has a good second up record. I think it's a really nice bet there. Each way at around the $6 for Done Cannon, race four, number two. And Square Donuts, $3, race six. Another that's a synthetic expert, but been racing very well on the grass in Launceston against better opposition. So back to his favourite track. Hayley McCarthy's got a really good association with Square Donut, and I think he looks probably the best bet of the afternoon in race six. And I was texting um, John Keyes yesterday because I was just keen to find out what's happening with the inevitable, even though he was a shock, I suppose, you know, surprised to see him yeah. beaten first up. But, yeah, he goes to Tasmanian Stakes 29th of the 12th yeah. mile. Yeah, ne next Friday down in Hobart. Yep. Lovely. Will you be coming up with him in that race, you think? Sorry? You think you'll be coming up with him in that race? I, I would think so, yeah. yeah. yeah back to the Hobart circuit. Uh, yeah, there were excuses in Launceston when he finished second. You know, the, 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 the rain that fell in the 15 minutes prior to that race made the, the track very heavy. He got a long way back and he was still running home really solidly and was beaten by uh, Indispensable, who's a, a real wet tracker and got a lovely ride from Craig Newitt. Our horse we saw a lot of in Queensland, indispensable. Thanks mm. for that, Colin. Cheers, Dave. Enjoy today, Devonport. His specials are 4-2, Duncannon and 6-2, Square Donuts. Just back to Peter Ellis joining us today, filling in for David Gately. He's on a on a break at the moment. So Peter Ellis's specials at Mooney Valley, race four, number 10, call the union. Race five, one, twin perfection. Race three, he mentioned 14, which is Cradle of Life, 3-14. And his big value selection is in the second race, Hydro Star, race two, number four, $26. So two, four, three, 14, and his specials are four, 10, and five, one. Peter Ellis, Michael Max with the Eagle Farm, four, six, bossed up. Race eight, six, Zarastro, particularly keen, Bazique, nine, 10. 
Bazique, $2.10. Ray Hickson for Sydney, 2 1, I'm a dirty rascal. 3 4, sharp shock. 7 5, with your blessing. And at Murray Bridge, Ben Scadden, 5 4, Huntley Lady. 7 1, validated. And race 9, number 16, Ben A Magic. And just repeating Collins today, 2 today at Devonport, 4 2. And race 6, number 2, Square Donut.